0: hello and welcome to another episode of fairy cocktails my name is angela and i'm mj so today in episode five we have sleepy hollow the legend of sleepy hollow also called the headless horseman I was pretty interested in doing this one. It comes from a lot of different places. It started kind of in Celtic times. uh, Germany a little bit. Of course in Germany. Everything's from Germany. Yeah, Dutch a little bit. So everyone kind of has a cautionary tale about the headless horseman. So this one is The Legend of Sleepy Hollow though, which is an 1820... Uh, American folktale. So I thought we'd go across the pond. Oh my
1: goodness. It's an American fol-
0: folktale. A friend of mine who is from Ireland, I originally selected this for, but he is no longer inclined to be on the show. So I'm going to take it. I'm going to Americanize it because the only thing is I really, I'm not good at saying a lot of different Irish names. Okay. It came up quite a bit in the folk song.
1: So everyone is
0: John. Yeah, yeah, by Irving Washington. I can say that. Oh, there you go. Good job. So, the drink that we have today is called The Headless Horseman. It's really the peak of my creativity. I like that
1: you looked for the drink as if you're gonna like show it to the audience. Yeah,
0: where is it? (laughs) I need to show them. It's a good thing I'm not on Conan or something. I'm not prepared. Here we go. Okay, listen. Ooh. We just upgraded our audio system to Logic Pro, and we've already noticed how much it picks up things. Maybe it's not a good thing, though. It's just kind of picking up us putting the drink down more, the drink's bubbling. My stomach growling. Yeah, it's picking up every little thing. So the Headless Horseman drink, it's a nice drink, especially for those of you that are into a little more traditional drink you're not into the fruity drink you're not into the sweet drink this is a nice all-around drink so the ingredients are two ounces of vodka or gin I chose gin mostly because that's what we have left after last week when we had a vodka drink but also I'm really into this gin called the barrel age gin by Strathcona Spirits
1: and they're out of Edmonton right they're out
0: of Edmonton Alberta it's a delicious gin it's really smoky I haven't tried their Badlands Seaberry Gin, but I've heard that's also a very delicious gin. So, something to check out. Yeah. So, we have two ounces of gin in this drink. Two dashes of Agnastura bitters. Orange bitters. Orange bitters. Yeah. Four ounces of ginger ale and an orange slice to garnish. You can see a picture of that on our Instagram. This is a great drink. I really like it. I can really taste all elements. Yeah, this is pretty good. It's not too. I I made it weaker than
1: the recipe calls for because I'm a baby. I also have to drive, so I cannot just be getting sloshed
0: before going home. We had an editing session before this episode, so we already have been on the sauce a little bit.
1: And Angela made that one, so it was a little stronger.
0: Yeah, I really made a lot of gin on that. (laughs) So, let's dive right in to The Legend of the Sleepy Hollow by Irving Washington. Washington Irving. Oops. Get it right. It really, Irving sounds like a first name, Washington sounds like... A last name. Yeah. Yeah. In one of those spacious coves which indent the eastern shore of the Hudson, at that broad expansion of the Tappan Zee River.
1: Like the Hudson hudson's bay
0: it could be i mean this happens in northeastern united states i think but that's in canada isn't it maybe does it go down at all is there a river
1: well maybe there's a river i Hmm. don't know my geography if i had my brother here he'd be able to nerd out and tell me that
0: perhaps the listeners could comment if they know more let's continue they they talk more about the geography
1: okay perfect
0: the broad expansion of the Tappensee River lies a small town called Terrytown. Terry T-A-R-R-Y. Not far from this village, perhaps about two miles, is a little valley among high hills, which is one of the quietest places in the whole world. A small brook glides through it with just a murmur enough to lull one to repose. Ooh. And the occasional whistle of a quail or a tapping of a woodpecker. Is a quail like a nice sounding bird? Or? Yeah, you can eat their eggs sometimes. They're I've quite eaten small.
1: quail before. Oh, oh boy, do I know. have a story about that? I will not get into
0: it. <laughs> the occasional whistle of a quail or tapping of a woodpecker is almost the only sound that ever breaks the tranquility. So it's a quiet, sleepy town. A sleepy oh, hollow. You? you could see. Oh, my Ooh, I didn't mean to get there. It just happened. From the listless repose of the place and its peculiar inhabitants who are descendants from the original Dutch settlers, this little glen has been known by the name of Sleepy Hollow. There they go. A drowsy, dreamy influence seems to hang over the land and pervade the very atmosphere. Some say that the place was bewitched by a German doctor during the early days of the settlement. Others, that an old Indian chief... The sorry ooh that's a little dated now. Sorry everyone, Oof. I'm just reading. Didn't proofread it, it, did you? Well, maybe they mean he's from New Delhi.
1: <laughs> maybe they mean that. It's, let's Angela. just say that's what maybe it is. Maybe they do.
0: An old Indian chief, the prophet or wizard of his tribe, hell, oh nope, definitely not held his powwows, therefore, be there before the country was discovered by explorers. Or maybe there's like a natural gas
1: spring leak going on somewhere. And that's what's making everyone sleepy in this hollow. Okay. I feel like that's in Greece, at least. They, oh, it was magic. This cave is right. magic. And, and then it like turned out there was just horrible gas to, Yeah. Okay. causing hallucinations. There's a lot of
0: mercury people were putting in things. <laughs> yeah. Whatever it may be, the place exists under the sway of some witching power that holds a spell over the people, causing them to walk in a continual reverie. As such, the whole neighborhood abounds with local tales, haunted spots, and superstitions. Stars shoot and meteors glare across the valley more than in any part of the country, and the nightmare seems to make it the favorite scene of her adventures. Okay. <laughs> feels so a, a lot sleepy. like a history lesson. Yeah, it's a sleepy town, but it also has a lot of creepy things going on, is what they're setting up.
1: Hmm okay
0: the most famous spirit that haunts this region is the apparition of a figure on horseback without a head it is said by some to be the ghost of a trooper whose head had been carried away by a cannonball in some battle during the revolutionary war and who is forever seen by the country folk hurrying along in the gloom of night as if on the wings of the wind his haunts are not confined to the valley but extend at times to the adjacent roads, and especially near the church.
1: Maybe there's more than one of them, though. I can imagine that he wouldn't be the only person who got his head blown off by a cannonball.
0: Yeah, that's true. this horsemen. <laughs> though historians are sure the body of the trooper is buried in the churchyard, they claim that the ghost rides forth to the scene of the battle in a nightly quest of his head and that the speed with which he passes along the hollow is because he is in a hurry to get back to the churchyard before (laughs) daybreak. The legend has furnished many a wild story in that region of shadows, and the specter is known to all as the Headless Horseman. What's remarkable is that the story is not confined to the native inhabitants of the valley, but to everyone who resides there, even for a little while. However wide awake they may have been before they entered that sleepy region, they are sure soon enough to inhale the witching influence of the air and begin to grow imaginative, to dream dreams and see apparitions. That's so beautiful. It's probably a real artist hub. Yeah. Yeah, I'm picturing... I guess I saw the movie, so I'm kind of picturing it like the movie. There's a lot of fog. Yeah. A little bit chilly you, out.
1: Okay, are we thinking the same? Like I'm thinking of the Disney
0: Channel. No. Oh. <laughs> Johnny Depp. Made for TV. <laughs> no. They, I think there is a feature length film. Uh. I, I think, think just called probably, Sleepy Hollow. Yeah, I think this one is too. So we're probably it's probably the but, same. <laughs> Johnny Depp was in that one too, the made no. for TV movie. Okay. No. All right. Okay. It was very late when Ichabod, heavy hearted and crestfallen traveled homewards along the lofty hills above Terrytown, which he had traversed so cheerily in the afternoon. The hour was dismal as himself. Far below him, the Tappan spread its dusty, dusky waters, with here and there the tall mass of a sloop riding quietly beside him. Sloop. It says sloop. What's it's a the sloop. Loop. I don't know. This is one of those things... Add it to the list. This is one of those things... Oh, P.S. to readers, listeners, last time we talked about the stomach. No, we hurt. don't tell them. We don't tell them. Oh no, we don't ever tell them. All right, let's edit this out too. It's gonna be an <laughs> editing nightmare. Okay. So anyway, <clears throat> sloop, you know, I I'm kind of into airplanes, and I read about uh, the Concorde, which is the first supersonic airplane in the seventies.
1: Is that a sloop?
0: Well, it had something called a droop snoot. It's not quite the same, but I just thought like the of a sloop riding quietly beside him. Maybe it's a type the of tall horse. Tall mast of a sloop riding quietly. Oh, beside Oh, or a boat. Him. Yeah, it's talking about the Tappan Zee, which in its dusky waters. Yeah. So a sloop, maybe like this, the piece of the boat that sticks straight up. Yeah. Okay. Look at us,
1: using context clues. Probably okay. wrong. But.
0: Help us out, listeners, with Sloop. In the hush of midnight, he could even hear the faint barking of the watchdog from the opposite shore of the Hudson.
1: Some loud dog. Ooh, I mean, ooh, yeah. Ooh. The neighbors probably hate him.
0: Yeah. So opposite opposite shore of the Hudson. So maybe this is supposed to take place in Canada, even though it's written by an American.
1: Yeah, that's why they moved. They were like, Canada's too spooky. I can't stay here. I'm going to get the hell out of there.
0: No signs of life occurred near him, but the occasional chirp of a cricket. (laughs) I don't know how much cricket sounds. Or perhaps, perhaps the guttural twang of a bullfrog from a neighboring marsh. There we go. All of the stories of ghosts and goblins that he had heard in the afternoon now came crowding upon his recollection. Recollection. The night grew darker and darker. The stars seemed to sink deeper in the sky, and the clouds occasionally hid them from his sight. He had never felt so lonely and dismal. He was, moreover, approaching the very place where many of the scenes of the ghost stories had been laid. In the center of the road stood an enormous tree. That's a
1: shitty place for a road. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Shitty place for a tree. What a perfect place. Should we go around? No. Through. This is a great place for it to be. Let's just... People go around it. Which towered like a giant above all the other trees of the neighborhood and formed a kind of landmark. Its limbs were gnarled large enough to form trunks for ordinary trees, you wow. could even say. Twisting down almost to the earth and rising again into the air. It was connected with the tragic story of Major Andre, who had been taken prisoner and was universally known as Major Andre's tree. Mm. Creative. Why? What happened to the tree that it became known as his tree? I don't know. It doesn't... Maybe they'll say more about it. Did they hang him there? Oh, could be. Ooh. The common people regarded it with a mixture of respect and superstition, partly out of sympathy for the fate of its namesake, oh. and partly from the s- tales of strange sights and doleful lamentations seen and heard near it.
1: Okay, I'm starting to get the feeling that
0: it's a hanging tree. Yeah, well, it is huge. It does sound beautiful, though. Yeah. As Ichabod approached the tree, he began to whistle. He thought his whistle was answered. But it was the wind sweeping through the dry branches. As he approached, he thought he saw something white hanging in the midst of the tree. He ceased whistling. But on looking more narrowly saw that it was a place where the tree had been struck by lightning. What? And the white wood laid bare. So it was, it's a white wooded tree. But there should be, like, black scorch marks. Yeah, I mean, he really... He thinks he saw someone hanging there, so I'm going to put hedge my bets and say that that's foreshadowing Yeah. for Major Andre. Yeah. Poor guy. Suddenly, <gasps> he heard that's a groan. Why, is that why he's headless? Oh... Major Andre, maybe it's Major Andre. That's what they're setting up. Oh my goodness! Okay, it could okay. be. Is We're getting ahead of ourselves. Are you hedging your bets on? Yeah, the head of this horse because, because it's actually on.
1: really hard to hang somebody. Apparently, you do it wrong. Too much rope, and like their their heads pop off. Not enough rope, and they, and they just kind of slowly strangle instead of snapping their neck cleanly. Okay. It's got dark. I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: Well, this is a spooky story. I thought, given that it's six months until Halloween, <laughs> I thought, why not? Tie- everyone it's... needs to get tied it over with this spooky story. Obviously, we're going to have a spooky story session. From Halloween. Yeah. The spookiest. Yeah. I guess okay. I'm using one of the best ones right now.
1: It's okay. We'll find another it's one. It's the,
0: yeah. It's oh, the, the great I pumpkin led. or something. Okay. <laughs> Jack Skellington. Suddenly, he heard a groan, his teeth chattered, and his knees smote against the saddle, but it was the rubbing of one ball bow upon another as they swayed about the breeze. Yeah, bow, not ball. Suddenly, he heard a groan, his teeth chattered, and his knees (laughs) smote against the saddle, (laughs) but it was the rubbing... Of one bough upon another as they swayed about the breeze. Ooh, he passed the tree in safety, but new perils lay before him. Oh, God. If that's it his first peril, you know, that's not that bad. <laughs> yeah, it's just a tree. Groaning. No, he had to walk past a tree. <laughs> it was so scary. About 200 yards from the tree, a small brook crossed the road and ran into a marshy, thickly wooded glen. A few logs laid side by side served for a bridge over this stream. On that side of the road, where the brook entered the wood, a small a group of oaks and chestnuts matted thick with wild vines threw a cavernous gloom over it. Oh. It was at this spot that the unfortunate Andre was captured. Okay, we're getting more information.
1: Do they just, how does he know this though, too? Do they just have like, you know, those like historical markers all along the road? Like, and this is where we caught him, and this is where we hanged him, and this is where he had his first kiss.
0: Maybe this is, it's, maybe it's being told like from the sort of God's perspective. And so we're finding out this oh. about Andre, but I don't know if Ichabod knows this.
1: Okay. Well, he's pretty spooked, so. You know something?
0: Yeah. This has since been considered a haunted stream, and fearful is the man who has to pass it alone after dark. As he approached the stream, his heart began to thump. He summoned up all of his resolution, gave his horse a kick in the ribs, and attempted (laughs) attempted to dash dash briskly across the bridge. But instead of starting forward, the animal made a lateral mm. movement a and jerk. ran against the fence. Ichabod, whose fears increased with a delay, jerked the reins on the other side and kicked hard with the contrary foot. It was all in vain. His steed startled. It is true, but it was only to plunge to the opposite side of the road into a thicket of brambles and bushes. Ichabod now bestowed both whip and heel upon old gunpowder. <laughs> <laughs> His name is Gunpowder. Aww. He's it's it's probably got...
1: He's gonna say mouse
0: gray hair, do you think? <laughs> yeah. A handsome <gasps> mouse gray. Is this one of Cinderella's mice that got free? <laughs> Sounds like it. He's kind of cowardly. Ichabod now bestowed both whip and heel upon old gunpowder, who dashed forward, but came to a stand just by the bridge with a suddenness that had nearly sent his rider sprawling over his head. Just at this moment, a plashy tramp, it literally says plashy Hmm. tramp by the side of the bridge, caught the ear of Ichabod. Hmm. A plashy tramp, what is that? I don't know what that is. Okay, we'll have to look that Mm -hmm. up too. There's a lot of things. You plashy tramp! (laughs) Oh, you shouldn't have. In the dark shadow of the grove, on the margin of the brook, it says margin too, on the margin of the brook, he beheld something huge, black, and towering. Oh, shit. It stirred not, but seemed gathered up in the gloom, It's a- like some gigantic monster ready to spring upon him. Okay, so it's not It's
1: not a, a
0: penis. Uh, I mean, it's it hasn't said that it isn't a penis.
1: Okay, so you're right. It hasn't said that it isn't yet. So so, it, let's go under know- that assumption
0: it could be ichabod's hair rose upon his head with terror i'm kind of picturing like his head's just looks I, like he got electrocuted and i'm trying funny. to make a sound for that like <laughs> you don't have to do Foley for everything what was to be done to turn around and fly was now too late and besides, what chance was there of escaping a ghost or goblin? None. Which could ride upon the wings of the wind? None chance. Summoning up courage, he stammered, Who are you? He received no reply. He repeated his demand in a more agitated voice. Still there was no answer. Once more, he cudgelled the sides of the inflexible gunpowder and, shutting his eyes, broke into a whistle again. Just then, the shadowy object put itself in motion and, with a scramble and a bound, stood in the middle of the road. Everything's in the middle of the road, though. I
1: know, this is shit. Like, <laughs> whoever tree. designed this road.
0: Ah, the creepy shit road. Shit, job. Tree. This is my first
1: road. Well, it's crap.
0: <laughs> though the night was dark and dismal, Ichabod could make out a horseman of large dimensions mounted on a huge black horse. Hmm. He kept aloof on one side of the road, jogging along the blind side of old gunpowder, who had now got over his fright and waywardness. Finally. Well, that that seems to make less sense. It sounds scarier in the horse. It's like, I'm over it. Ichabod, who had no relish for this strange companion, now quickened his steed in hopes of leaving the dark figure behind.
1: I have no relish
0: for you. <laughs> Get away, your hot dog must remain plain. I have only mustard for you, fair traveler. <laughs> the stranger, however, quickened his horse to an equal pace. Ichabod, and fell into a walk. I don't know if that's a typo. Ichabod, and fell into a walk, thinking to lag behind the other, did the same. oh His heart began to sink. He tried to resume his tune, but his parched tongue stuck to the roof of his mouth, and he could not utter a note. (laughs) Yeah, it's not working. He can't whistle his way out of this one. There was something in the dogged silence of this companion that was mysterious and appalling. It was soon accounted for. On, uh, On mounting a hill which brought the figure of his fellow traveler in relief against the sky... Ichabod was horror-struck to see that he was headless. But his horror was still more increased on seeing that the head, which should have been rested on the shoulders, was carried before him on the pommel of his saddle.
1: Oh. Oh, that's new. I didn't know that the head... Okay.
0: I always thought he, thought he was it looking under his arm. No,
1: I thought he was looking for his head. I didn't think he had found it. Some...
0: Yeah, I guess it depends on, this, on the tale. This one, it's on the pommel. He's got it. Okay. It's just not on his shoulders. Mm. His terror rose to desperation. He rained a shower of kicks and blows upon gunpowder, oh, hoping by a sudden movement to give his companion the slip. But the specter started to full jump with him. Well, yeah. Away it's- they dashed, stones flying and sparks flashing at every bound. Ichabod's flimsy garments fluttered in the air as he stretched his lanky body, or the horse's head in the eagerness of his escape. They had now reached the road, which leads to Sleepy Hollow, but Gunpowder, who seemed possessed with a demon, made a wrong turn and plunged downhill to the left. Oh, God. And yet, as the panic of the steed had given his unskillful rider an apparent advantage in the chase, but just as he got halfway through the hollow, the saddle gave way, and he felt it slipping from under him. The saddle gave way. Like, Ichabod. Did it just like, one of the straps break? I'm trying to picture well, what it is. I guess he just, what,
1: didn't buckle the saddle on properly? I guess. He, they did just say he's inexperienced. <laughs> <laughs> but come on, I don't even ride
0: horses and I know. Like, come on, <laughs> put that shit on properly. He had just enough time to save himself by clasping old gunpowder round the neck mm-hmm. when the saddle fell into the earth. Choking him, probably. And he heard it trampled underfoot by his pursuer. The goblin was hard on his haunches, and he worked hard to maintain his seat, sometimes slipping on one side, sometimes on another, and sometimes jolted on the high ridge of his horse's backbone, where the violence that he feared would cleave him asunder. (laughs) An opening in the trees, he saw the walls of the church dimly glaring beyond. Poor Safety. Gunpowder is getting the worst of this. Yeah. Now he's riding bareback, Aww. digging his heels in poor Gunpowder. Well, if gunpowder would listen. <laughs> he's scared. <laughs> Suddenly, he remembered where the horsemen had always disappeared in stories. If I can reach that bridge, thought Ichabod, I'm safe. Just then he heard the black steed panting close behind him. He even felt his hot breath.
1: Ooh. It's getting sexy now.
0: What have you been reading? Uh, It's a horse.
1: Oh, oh, I thought it was (laughs) the rider. Sure. The rider's hot breath.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, so far you've talked about penis and hot breath, so I
1: don't know. Maybe Jin does it for me. Okay.
0: Yeah. All right. Another Convulsive kick in the ribs, an old gunpowder sprang upon the bridge. He thundered over the planks and gained the opposite side. Now Ichabod looked behind to see if his pursuer might vanish, as in the legends, in the flash of a fire. Oh. Just then he saw the goblin rising in his stirrups in the very act of hurtling his head at him. <laughs> Sounds terrifying. I'll throw my head well, at fuck you, you ask you. <laughs> It's kind of like though Not the bridge! You know when you try to kick someone you're like kicking your sibling? And you miss? And they grab your leg. Okay. You know, like I'm like, alright, well I have your fucking head now. See ya. Maybe <laughs> I throw it in the river. This is mine. <laughs> I'm gonna take it home and I'm gonna do ventriloquism with it. <laughs> oh, God. Ichabod tried to dodge the horrible missile, but too late. It hit his head with a tremendous crash, and he oh, tumbled headlong into the dust as gunpowder and the goblin rider passed by him. Oh, so wait, the, passed the him bridge by. didn't stop it then? No, it seems like... Oh, I thought he threw he, his head because the yeah, bridge kind of stopped I him, too, and he's like, well, fuck you, my head can keep going. So he tried to dodge it, it hit his head with a crash, he tumbled mm-hmm. headlong into Concussion. the dust, gunpowder and the goblin rider passed him by. Oh, well, Gunpowder's acting as, like, a distraction now. And I know, I'm a... worried about Gunpowder. I don't really care that much about Ichabod.
1: Yeah, I'm more invested in the horse and this story. I just
0: want the horse to be okay. He'll be okay. Yeah. He's got that beautiful mousy I mean, skin, Ichabod did so... get hit in the head with someone's head. Yeah, well... So that sounds painful. Yeah, that I is mean, painful. I guess I'm a bit worried about him, too, but...
1: I've never had a head thrown at my head, but I've definitely hit my head against other people's heads. Okay. And it hurts, so. Okay. I can I imagine it would be <laughs> the same. Yeah,
0: that's it's painful. Yeah, it's talking about a tremendous cr- crash, and at first I'm like, really? It's just a head. No, but it's hard, though. It's kind of like getting hit with a bowling ball. I can see that. Yeah. The next morning, gunpowder was found without his saddle and with a bridle under his feet soberly cropping the grass at his master's gate. I definitely thought he was going to be dead. No, he's chill. And they said he was found. And he's like, I'm over it. I'm just a horse.
1: (laughs) Nobody wants me.
0: Ichabod did not make his appearance at breakfast. (gasps) Okay, this is being told. I I thought it was told like Ichabod couldn't find his horse, but clearly something else happened. Ichabod did not make his appearance at breakfast. Oh yeah, he did. Dinner hour came, but no Ichabod. His students assembled at the schoolhouse and strolled idly about the grounds, Wait, but no schoolmaster. I didn't know he was a teacher. He's a schoolmaster, I guess. I know we weren't given the heads up. Like a this is an a bridge version, though. Is that oh on? God! Oh no! Uh, you know, I one. found an abridged version because this original short story by Washington Irving is thirty pages. So I'm saving all of us the four-hour podcast. But clearly there is some setup here that Ichabod Ichabod was a school teacher. To be fair, I don't think
1: it really would have... Oh, but maybe that would explain why he knows the history of the tree and everything.
0: I guess we should have done a little more... I should have done some more background into what his life is. Whoops! Yeah, I need to know these things. His students assembled at the schoolhouse and strolled idly about the grounds, but no schoolmaster. An inquiry was set on foot, and after diligent investigation, they came upon his traces. In one part of the road leading to the church was found the saddle trampled in the dirt. The tracks of the horse's hooves deeply dented in the road at furious speed. The tracks were traced to the bridge beyond which, on the bank of the brook, is it just his tracks? I guess we're about to see. The tracks were traced to the bridge beyond which, on the bank of the brook, was found Ichabod's hat, <gasps> and close beside it, a shattered pumpkin. Oh. Was the head headless horseman have a pumpkin head? Yeah, that's that's, that's kind of what I was you know? expecting. Oh, yeah. I thought he just had a gross dead man's head.
1: I wonder what it is because it's the second story now too that has a pumpkin.
0: Right. Yep. We're going on a theme. I actually feel like they're not that easy
1: to grow either, so it's kind of strange because they need a lot of water to get them nice and juicy. Oh, juicy.
0: Well, getting hit in the head with a pumpkin sounds awful too. Yeah, that that would
1: really
0: hurt. So, does this headman? Does this? Headless horseman, can he get another head? Because it sounds like he shattered his head. Yeah, just get another pumpkin. Can he see out of it? I have a lot of questions. I don't know. The brook was searched, but the body of Ichabod was never found. Oh, spooky. The mysterious event caused much speculation. Gossip collected in the churchyard, at the bridge, and at the spot where the hat and the pumpkin had been found. Many of the old stories were called to mind and when they had diligently considered them all and compared them with the symptoms of the present case they shook their head and came to the conclusion that Ichabod had been carried off by the Headless Horseman. Hmm. Well it seems like they're right.
1: If that happened nowadays that'd be such a weird like serial killer <laughs> calling like, card. Like oh my god. Shattered pumpkin. A pumpkin. Do you think it was the Smashing Pumpkins? Oh. These
0: dad jokes today are just bar none. Uh. It is true. An old farmer who had been down to New York on a visit several years after and who told this story all across town claimed that Ichabod Crane was still alive. The old country wives, however, maintain to this day that Ichabod was spirited away by supernatural means. And it is a favorite story often told about the neighborhood round in the winter evening fire. Hmm. The bridge became an object of superstitious awe, and that may be the reason why the road has been altered. So that it approaches the well, church. Wait. That and the fact that there's a tree in the yeah, middle of the fucking road. This road blows. Yeah. They're like, Oh, that's why
1: We should change it. There's a road uh no, I'm not gonna fly. We should change it. It's haunted.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah, good idea. <laughs> the bridge became an object of superstitious awe, o- and that may be the reason why the road has been altered so that it approaches the church by the border of the mill pond. Ichabod's schoolhouse soon fell to decay and Aww. was reported to be haunted by a ghost. The plowboy, walking homeward of a still summer evening, has often heard a voice at a distance whistling a melancholy toot among the tranquil solitudes of Sleepy Hollow. That's it. Well. That was beautiful. It was a nice story. It was. Yeah. Yeah. It felt really short. It was actually fairly long, but it was very descriptive of the tree. Yeah. Didn't really go anywhere with Major Andre. Maybe it was him. I think we're supposed to just kind of
1: Yeah, it would be stupid to bring him up if he's not the headless horseman. Just like here's here's some information on somebody completely not even related to the story, but and then here's the It was very
0: close to Major Andre where the Oh yeah. Like he ran into the headless horseman close to where Major Andre was captured, they said, and mm. I'm assuming hung because was- we thought he saw a hanging figure on the tree. Yeah. Yeah, you're right.
1: Yeah, and it makes sense. Uh, like I'm not buying the cannonball thing. I'm I'm thinking more of a uh, hanging gone wrong.
0: That makes sense. Yeah. I wonder what the lesson of today's story is. This one's got me confounded.
1: Yeah, it doesn't really have a good, um, doesn't really have a happy ending of any sort. Um, I guess maybe train your horse better.
0: Don't go out alone.
1: Uh, yeah, but as women, we all know that anyways.
0: Right, okay. I would never well, go down that spooky-ass
1: path by myself Don't at night. Don't put
0: a tree in the middle of the road. They should have just bulldozed that tree. Yeah, the tree sounds and haunted. Maybe, shit. Yeah, maybe Major Andre wouldn't have fucked with Ichabod. I yeah, wonder- well, if they hadn't have fucked with Major Andre, <sighs> yeah, poor guy got hung. Right, he was in a revolutionary war. Got his ass kicked. They seem to like him. That's the thing. It doesn't seem like he was a villain that got killed. But yet he still is like, get away from my hollow. Get away from my tree. Like, what did Ichabod do? It kind of seems like Major Andre ruined the town where the kids don't have a school now. Yeah, now they're, they're illiterate sitting... yeah. and. Good job, Major Andre.
1: They just tell the same story over and over at Christmas now. Because this is apparently. sounds like it's a nice winter Christmas
0: story. I chose a great time to read it in May.
1: Yeah, well, we just had second winter or third winter, so...
0: Yeah, so I'm just feeling those snow vibes one last time.
1: Yeah. Okay. Next time we'll light a fire in your basement and tell the story.
0: I'd like to mention my house doesn't have a fireplace to those of you that think that would be nice. No, no,
1: (laughs) I just want to light like a fire in a trash can or something.
0: Oh, yeah. Great.
1: One <laughs> of those trash can fires. Okay.
0: Well, we can have a fire outside. How about we'll light a pumpkin?
1: Ooh. Imagine get, getting... Maybe a special edition of the podcast, yeah. Tales by the Fire.
0: Yeah. Get it's that interesting. I, I want to kind of know what happened to Gunpowder after this. Gunpowder fine. seems fine. fine they found Gunpowder.
1: Happened? He's chill.
0: Yeah.
1: Um,
0: Horses always seem to know about ghosts, hey? Oh yeah. Horses. The horse knew before it showed up. He should have listened. He tried to urge the horse onward. It sounded like the horse wanted to go back. Little known fact. Um, if your
1: horse spooks, it's always because of a ghost. Okay. It's never anything else.
0: Okay. That makes sense.
1: Yeah. So always be really scared if your horse, they're like children. They can see ghosts and cats.
0: Okay. Well, I can see cats.
1: Well, I know you can see cats. I can see cats, too. Cats can see ghosts, Angela. Oh, I
0: thought you meant the horse can see cats. No. <laughs> you said the horse can see cats and ghosts. I was like, no. sure, well, we can all see cats, I think. <laughs> I've already had too many... Sleepy hollow, or no, I don't even know what's called. Headless I've already horsemen. had too many Headless Horseman cocktails. Yeah. It's kind of the theme of this podcast. I say something. Angela's things, getting day drunk. And I'm like, whoa, whoa. That went right over my head. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Another head. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, this was all by accident. All the puns that I did were just coming straight from the heart, but not on purpose. Oh, that's
1: how you know you truly meant them.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I guess you could say I didn't have a head What? I don't know. I was trying to make a pun and it didn't work. No, that was, that was bad. Okay, listeners, please send us your Headless Horseman puns. If you yeah. happen to know anything further about the folktale, the folklore, if you've read Washington Irvin's story or you know... The Irish version, the Dutch version, the German version. We'd love to hear more. Yeah. And
1: we'll, we'll share
0: your thoughts on our next podcast.
1: Oh, I was going to say we'll hoard the thoughts to ourselves and, and make we'll ourselves we'll just throw them people. in the garbage. Okay. Yeah. No, we'll not throw them in the garbage. But you need to really wow us to get on the episode.
0: We've received a few replies now, but we'd love to hear more. Artwork, stories, questions.
1: Yeah, any suggestions, let us know. Uh, you can find us on Instagram, Fairy Cocktails Podcast on Instagram. And you can send us an email at fairycocktailspodcast at gmail.com. And I personally will look at it, read it, and then maybe tell Angela about it if, if it's exciting enough.
0: Okay. I look forward to hearing about it. Yeah. Please subscribe, rate, comment. We are available on all podcasts. Like platforms
1: review leave us a review with words even if you hated it just make sure you hit the five star five star means you hated it really bad just yeah
0: shout out to the gay community i think we're really making traction with the gay community because we're called fairy cocktails Mm -hmm. and i would love to make this a gay community podcast and yeah many of the members of our guest ship Past and present and future. And I'd say are going like be part of the community. I'd
1: say like fifty percent of us here, are part of
0: that community. You could say maybe more than that. Oh, <laughs> you heard it. <laughs> you heard it live on the air. Heard it here first, folks. Coming out. One hundred percent.